everybody we are back with nitty gritty and it was an episode that you're not going to forget we had late (laughs) with kate in the house kate call she was a blast and we got some really good behind the scenes moments for you i don't work out a lot so maybe this doesn't mean a lot but my abs hurt from that episode i mean like my you know that shaky feeling your muscles have after you lift weights like that's how my belly feels right now oh man get ready to laugh because it was a fun one it was a good time and such a good story she is awesome she has some really cool stuff when she how she talks about her businesses and i don't know if you know how much success that she's had right with multiple businesses yep. outside of just her account where she makes you roll on the ground laughing. She's so funny, but you don't realize that there's a really like brilliant creator behind all that. Yeah. And she doesn't think that or know that, but you'll learn very quickly that there's definitely an evolution and we'll all be able to relate <laughs> yes. to it from not knowing what very basic business words mean to having a company worth a whole lot of dough. Yeah. So she and and everything from start to finish. So she's great, and she really opened up and shared a lot with us. And so we almost got her to cry. We, yeah, it was close. We were close. It was really close. She's a sweetheart. And so you'll find her at Instagram at late, late with, with Kate. Kate, and then she's got her business. It's late with an S by Kate, in yeah. pajamas and slippers and. We tried to talk into Late Nights by Kate. That's coming her, in 2020. Right. Her <laughs> big and tall men's lingerie line that I wanted her to so start. So if, if you need a good laugh, follow her accounts. She is a great time. and Super authentic person. You'll yeah. love her. And as always, we got some good stuff for you. Check out Nitty Gritty Show on Instagram. And if you like it, like, rate, review, subscribe. We love you. Thank you. We're grateful for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode of Nitty Gritty. Oh, they will. Welcome to Nitty Gritty. I don't even know what number this is anymore. 32? Wow, Carl Malone. That's the episode, and it's a big one. We have a special person that has a K in her name. Yeah, special K. So that's kind of like Carl Malone. Special K, here we are. (laughs) We just got a new name. (laughs) So we're sitting down with Kate Call, a.k.a. Late with Kate, right? Yep. Isn't it funny? How many people do you have to... Introduce yourself like, oh, my name's Kate. Like, oh, I know you. I'm late with Kate. Yep. Oh, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yep. I should just rebrand or just, just change my name to late with Kate. That's, That's so funny. It's, it's the whole it's thing. It's so true. We're learning through the podcast that the Instagram handle is basically your new name. I know. I, th- I, sh- I probably should have thought about more about that when I was naming my Instagram. You should have done like call girl Kate or something. Yeah. Like that's your last name. Yes. Late call girl. <laughs> late night calls with Kate. <laughs> So when you introduce yourself, do you ever introduce yourself as late with Kate? No, never. Never. Mm-mm. Okay. No, just just kitty cat Kate call. Kitty- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I told you this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh. oh man. Okay. So so let's 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 start with how I got to not I didn't get to know you here, but this is where I was introduced to you. So it was about two years ago. I want to say two years ago. Maybe it hasn't been quite that long, but my wife showed me a video. Uh Uh-oh. Now, I'll be honest. Generally, sometimes I struggle with Instagram accounts, right? Yeah. Because you never know if you're getting the real person. But when when I saw your this video that I'm about to describe... Oh, no. There was just, listen, fireworks went off. I was just like, this is a real person. <laughs> it was a magic- and this oh. is really this person. <laughs> and what I can say two years later after spending some time with you and getting to know you through Kim White. Yeah. 
is that it is the real person. Like oh, you're Kate nice. Call is late with Kate and vice versa. This is like there's no difference between which is an awesome thing. So it was the spider video. Oh what? why did you even have to go there? I literally have chills all over my body. My leg just grew fourteen inches. <laughs> So, so bad. you used a filter of some kind, and she was telling the story of like Jeremy wasn't home, right? Mm-hmm. He was out of town, and you would smack the spider, a big spider that ended up having hundreds of babies on its she back, and they just went, they just oh. went everywhere. Oh. If you can find the video, I'll try to scroll through it during the episode to find the date of the video because. If that can be your first introduction to Late with Kate, you'll thank me. Oh, I mean, there's gosh. so many good oh. videos between the dancing, the deals. What else can we say? <laughs> yeah, what else can her, we say? Her pajamas <laughs> and slippers. Like, she's got some awesome stuff. She's about to launch a 4XL line for me. <laughs> Four extra large, tall onesies. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, Just for you, Cam. Which she's going to beat freshly picked. I've been asking for size 15 mocks for about four years. From Can Susan. you even imagine how those would look? She won't do it. Uh, yeah, it I was take like, I like want four cowhides. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I use a lot of cows in here. Okay, <laughs> I should true. have some mocks, but she always says, if I make them, then you won't need me anymore. That is true. So she holds Touché. them over my head. <laughs> so, so anyway, that that was my first intro to Kate, and I guess it's been about a year, year and a half later. I show up at your house. With oh, Kim yeah. White before your guys' uh, bike race. Bike race, yep. right? And I got to meet you and Jeremy and hang out, and it did, it did not disappoint. Oh, wow. Not for one minute. That conversation I laughed definitely... so hard for four straight hours. We need Jeremy here so we can recreate yeah, some of those, those conversations. That, that will be told by Jeremy or not at all. That's <laughs> Her not... and Jeremy have a pretty great chemistry, and it's you see it in the videos. Yeah. But... It's there in real life too. So, and you have four beautiful daughters, right? Yeah, it's crazy town. Jeremy is. It, it's. I'm proud that he's still kind of a manly man. Oh yeah, he's he's There's held a lot on. of estrogen in that house. Our girls always complain about how much football is on TV. <laughs> Again, Dad. I'm like, well, I'd let him have his space. You know, he's got makeup everywhere. <laughs> he's got makeup everywhere. <laughs> he's watching football while he's getting a manning and a petty from. No, honestly daughters. though, yes. There's nothing wrong with that. He takes he takes full advantage of that too. You can stay up for 20 more minutes if you rub my feet. For- <laughs> oh, that's Jenna. Jenna is playing with her hair and Cash. My oldest has learned it, so he knows how to completely manipulate it. So it's, hey, it's bedtime, totally. and Cash goes. Mom, do you want me to play with your hair? <laughs> and like an hour and a half later, I'm looking over. I'm like, Jen. Here we are still. And she's like, it just feels so good. Yeah. And I don't even care. <laughs> That's going to serve him well later in life. <laughs> totally. Right? For sure. That's awesome. Well, we're excited to have you here. Because you've got lots of good stories. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. When did Late with Kate start? Like, what was the orig- origin? That's the right word. So it actually just started as a private account. I was private. And when I had... um my third baby, I was just up all night nursing my babies or my baby and bored. Nobody to talk to. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I shouldn't be looking at your Instagram <laughs> oh account God. while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> the swimsuit? <Yeah. laughs> oh, we'll get to the swimsuits for sure. We're going to get oh, to the swimsuits. Oh my gosh. The hairy man swimming suit. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
favorite. Personal favorite. So so I would I just started posting stuff that made me laugh, mostly just to keep myself company at night in the middle of the night. So my close friends were following it and they would comment and they're like, you should make this public. This is funny. So I made it public and I actually had another business account at the time and I was getting way more interaction on stop cam. I was getting way more interaction on <laughs> I can't, I can't find it. I'm sorry, guys. I just saw one that I've never seen. What is it? The one with the gym or the the abductor. You like never make <laughs> eye contact while using this the machine. Worst machine? Oh. Like literally, you have to look down the whole time you're using that. Spread your legs, close them together. Spread them, close them. Just be like, hi. <laughs> but it's always right in the middle of the gym too. It's never like in a corner. Why? It's they need always to face it like toward a wall, right in the middle. It needs to be in a private room. Yeah, it needs to be behind a curtain. Totally. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't find the light with Kate Spider video. I'm sorry. <laughs> Squirrel. Yeah, we'll find. We'll find it after. Spider video is the one that comes to your mind too. Oh, that's man. funny. It was just the first one. There's that's... so much more inappropriate stuff oh, that's funny. Totally. Than... <laughs> it's not. It was just the first one. Yeah. And it was so funny, and oh. it's still funny. Like you, I've watched that 40 times. That's oh, the worst. It's the worst. I apologize. So you're doing no, you're videos good. after your baby was born. Yeah. And, and so at I, this time was like, was Instagram, when was this? How long this, ago? She was born in uh, 14, 2014. So it was, she was, yeah, it was probably closer to 2015. So like five years. And at that time, was Instagram getting to what it is now as far as like influencers and audiences and all that kind no of way. stuff no way i feel like i got i started when it was really really new i didn't even know i didn't even know what i was doing honestly like i didn't know who was watching i didn't get the whole concept of it and i had no no idea like the foundation i was building it really just started on accident i wasn't in it for the numbers or to monetize on it it was really just to make people laugh and to keep my mind off of going insane raising three girls at the time you know what I mean but you said you had a business account too so yeah, you'd yeah. already done a business yes I I was um, doing a business at the same time but still it was mostly like how we were getting followers then was giveaways and just scrappy stuff you know because it was so new and new what nobody, was the business um it was a baby shoe women's accessory what every other person in Utah does oh my gosh it's true no really though so my husband was in law school and we needed money for sure so i was a hygienist one day a week and it's just so boring like i love i love that i went to dental hygiene school but i'd come home from work i'm like i am in people's mouths all day long and they can't even talk back to me i'm one of those annoying hygienists it's the worst in the whole world no it really is like how are you today he's like yeah can you imagine me as a hygienist too i'm like asking questions the whole time they're like Let's wrap this up. <laughs> I can't, they can't even answer me. So it was so not fulfilling and like no, no um, outlet, like creative outlet. So I just uh, started making, like I cut up a leather skirt that I had had for like 10 years and made four pairs of baby shoes and posted them on wow. my personal Instagram account. How did account. you have any idea, desire, thought to do that? Um, I mean, I'd seen other people do it. Okay. I think that's kind of how everything evolves a little bit. You For see sure. it and you're like, oh, I can do that. Put your own spin I got on that. things. Yeah. That's my favorite comment of all time. Oh, I can do that. Yeah. yeah. Every right. single person that's come on, that's kind of been like the common thread. They'll see something. It just goes, oh, I can do that. Yeah. I think it's really rare that you come up with something that's never been done before. It's just taking your own spin on it and running with it and sticking with it. Well, and technically that is something that's never been done before because, you know, we all have our own unique view or perspective. And so if you change something a little bit, because yeah, not very many people reinvent the wheel, right? but they put a spin on it that makes the wheel maybe appeal to some different people. Oh, for sure. So yeah. Yeah. 
So just baby shoes, women's headbands. I was, um, yeah, I, I actually did create like a brand new women's headband. It had wire in it so you could twist it around your head. It was really comfortable. Oh my gosh, that brings me to a story I've never told before and I'm sweating. <laughs> tell it. I'll turn on you guys the are fan. Die. Go ahead and tell it. So I I made these headbands and it was kind of on accident because um, I had I had two girls at the time and headbands would always fall, always fall off or they'd hurt their heads. So I'm, like, I'm going to put a wire in there so that you can adjust how tight anyway. So they went crazy. Like people went crazy over them. I was sewing like thousands of them by myself wow. in my house, shipping them all by You're myself. You're making them all by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Initially, I was making them all thousands of them. Jeremy was turning them inside out for me. We're shoving wires in after he's done with law school. And, um, and then I hired a couple of people that were just in my neighborhood, but... So it got so, like, I thought it was such a genius idea that I applied to Shark Tank in 2015. <laughs> and I, like, just remember, I am a hygienist. I have no business background at all. Zero. Like, right. I don't know business words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know business words. No, you're going to die. <laughs> so I applied to Shark Tank, like, totally on a whim. I'm like, they're never going to call. I'm just feeling awesome about myself selling a couple thousand headbands. And they called me like two months after the um, after I applied. So I'm doing this phone interview, and right when they said hi, blah blah blah, this is Shark Tank. Like my mind went completely blank. I'm like, I don't even know what my name is. <laughs> so like, we want to do a phone interview with you because that's how you move to the next level or right. the the next phase or whatever. I'm like, oh great. So they started talking to me about like, <laughs> you guys are gonna want me to walk out. They they wanted to know. Listen. I wish Jeremy was here so bad. This is his favorite story because he is like a business guy. So, and he wasn't home. And he wasn't home. So they start asking me like um, how much money I want to ask from the sharks. Literally no idea. I just love Mark Cuban. I didn't even know his name. I didn't even know the sharks. Had you ever even watched an episode? Yeah, I had okay. I, for sure. But I didn't really think that I had ever like internalize what I would actually say Yeah. if I would ever be asked. I was just wasn't prepared for it at all. So they asked me about um, how much money I would want to ask for the shark or yeah, ask for for the sharks. And I'm like, 20. <laughs> That's what I said. And she's like, thousand. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, more than that. So I said, I said a hundred thousand cause I was kind of coming with. And so she's like, okay, a hundred thousand dollars. And how much equity would you want to give up for that equity? <laughs> coming in like horses seriously i had no idea what they meant i know that sounds so dumb but literally like i'm fairly young at the time and a hygienist so that's when i'm like uh 30 <laughs> like i'm not using percentages or did numbers. i catch a niner in there <laughs> totally and she's like so so 30 percent. you need a hundred thousand dollars for 30 percent. i'm like um yeah i don't know i need to call my husband Oh no. <laughs> no, no, it gets worse. It gets worse. I'm sweating. And she's like, okay, so if you got $100,000 from the sharks, what would you do with that money? Oh. Guess. Guess what I would do with that money? Like go to Tahiti? I'd go to Target. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> Jeremy died. I called him right after and he's like, you didn't. Change your name. Change your name right now. Oh, I can't wait. He's like, so she's like, what would you do with the money if you got $100,000 from the sharks? I'm like, well. Probably pay off my husband's student loans. Oh my god! 
That's like the most honest answer anyone's ever given. Oh, I literally like feel like I'm going to pass out every time I talk about that story. So I called him right after and he asked how it went. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe pretty good. (laughs) So he asked me some of the questions and he's like. When you answered, like, did you have any idea if it was a good or a bad answer? No, never. No. I was so naive going into it. Yeah. It makes me sound, it makes me sound so dumb. It doesn't because here's the thing. They don't teach that anywhere so no, even you if don't. you even if you would have been like a business major yeah they really don't talk about any See, of that I kind of stuff right i would have wanted you on the show with those answers like this could be fun we could use it as a way to teach the audience these words well, and help like, her with her business oh. well like shelly from raising wild right i remember she got to shark tank and mark cuban asked her question like how big is the market and she just goes huge <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, is, that was great, on the show. Huge. And Mark Cuban goes, "Huge is not a huge. number." <laughs> like what Donald Trump thinks it is. So, so, yeah, that sounds just yeah. like Trump. He's totally. It's gonna be so huge. funny. Anyway, so not my proudest moment, but but a great I had story. a chance to redeem myself five years later. We'll call. We'll title oh. that story equity. It's so bad. That's We're gonna work story. equity. But see, into- look how. That, that's really part, part of the of process. Story. It really is right? part of the story. Let's make sure we, because that's something I want to hit on. Right. Like the fact that you went from not knowing what equity is, you know, like redeeming yourself. I love it. It's, and it's, it's not so as bad as you think. It's it not really isn't. It really? No. You're a businesswoman now, and that's why you think it's so bad. But my, and because of my husband. I think you reaction. would be surprised at how many people don't know what that means if you don't watch a show like Shark right. Tank. Because like Andrew said, nobody teaches that. So I didn't know any of that stuff. And to get the concept of what you do with money when you get it from an investor. Right. Like it's really stuff that Paying you don't think about. as a seems legit to me. Okay. I mean, like the most honest debt. answer they've probably ever had. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'll get a free lawyer out of this. And there was like crickets after I sent it. She's like, okay, I got to go. <laughs> it could have been so this. much worse. You could have said like, well, first, Bora Bora. <laughs> yeah. Second, I actually student loan. <laughs> and third, sushi. <laughs> Or like these, it felt like the same thing. This, it felt this, like that's where I was purse. going. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, so, student loans, and if we have extra. How long did that business go for then? Like, how much longer did you continue to make the headband? That was the everything? very beginning of it, honestly. Okay. Like, it was going well, and then it just got better from there. So I started doing baby shoes, and then had a manufacture. I was making them myself, and then I hired somebody to do it locally, and then I um, found a manufacturer in Mexico. Okay, how? Because let's let's rewind yeah you just didn't know what equity meant but yet you know how to find a manufacturer in mexico you know how to make shoes by yourself how to find the material how yeah. to market them how to sell them so dental let's, hygienists aren't yeah. people either like, yeah that's not it's exactly just a different it's a mind shift for sure yeah. it's definitely de- so like, how did you shift. get there everything that you just said is it was like so uh, it was a huge step like you just named every single step that i did so with the baby shoes i just looked up a pattern online and cut up my skirt and made shoes with it. Was your mom glad that you cut that skirt up? Totally. There was a reason you only made four pairs of baby shoes yeah, out of it. Sure. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. So, so I just, I just taught myself the um, how to make baby shoes, and then the wire headband just kind of, it kind, kind of came to me in the middle of the night. I was like thinking of stuff just to make money. It was really not about like this is my passion. It was like how to make money to pay for Jeremy's school, right. and so I can shop <laughs> while he's in school. <laughs> Like so go to Target. No, really though, it really sustained my my Target issue through law school. Target man, they've got it down <clears throat> for real. That we is need like to interview someone from Mama there. Mecca. It's like, hey, where 
we want to learn about all these powerful women that we're talking to, and you guys have manipulated them really Everything, good. Like, you're, you've you're sucked re- them all in. You're responsible for every one of them. It, really? They all say, like, we want, we need Target money. Susan, Seriously. Jenna, you, it's all been the same thing. Jenna I, I was, wanted to go to Target and buy something. No, That's honestly, why I started my it's business. like therapy. It really is. Like, I don't know what it is about but there, about but you walk Target? in. What is it about Target over I think that's just any other store? I think, it's, become, I think it's been a community too. I don't know what it is, but it's like, I think because everybody loves it so much and we all talk about it so much that it's like a safe place. You walk <laughs> in there, like... Like Sadie talks about yoga the, and all, uses all her words. I'm like, I walk into Target and that's my yoga. I'm like, yeah, here I am. Take a deep <laughs> breath. This is my zen. Kate finds Game spirituality on. inside of Target. To- it is sacred ground. It's true. Totally. If you're a dude that is single. Hey, it's like me walking Go get in. a job at Target. Hey, it's Except like me it's walking all into moms. the Nike store. Well, yeah, but there's some divorced moms in there, that's I'm sure. <laughs> that is very actually so, true. So just, you know, you might get some kids out of the deal, but hey. <laughs> Bonus. You know, it, Bonus. It, it, so it how, are you, how are you growing your business account, though, at that time when it was still new? Um, I mean, you talked about giveaways, but like what types of things were you doing? And did you know that that's how you needed to grow? Yeah, I think I got really lucky, like I said, because I got in so early into Instagram. So getting followers and an audience and people to see your stuff wasn't as hard as it is now. I I feel like um, there wasn't as many businesses that knew how to do that on Instagram. And I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't remember how I even started it on Instagram. I must have seen somebody. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And so it just happened little by little. And um <clears throat> Did and you so ever want to grow companies. into something huge or were you just kind of like, I want to uh, make enough? Not so much. Not with my first business. I just felt like I was trying to make ends meet and, you know, like I said, help with my shopping and yeah. pay for rent and stuff like that. But I always, like, it wasn't enough of a passion for me that I'm like, I want this to stick for a long time. It was definitely for financial gain and that's why it didn't last. And that's what I always like to tell people is the reason, and it was... I mean, I had to at the time. So it was a great reason to start it, right? Yep. And I was making good products that I believed in. But it just, the reason I started it wasn't enough. It was a side hustle. It, it wasn't like a last. passion. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, the it's an evolution. It, it served its purpose for the time. And you learned about right. equity. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> I did. If I got nothing else out of it, You're I got like, a few I more good answers for charging. PNL wasn't uh, pitching and losing, it was profit <laughs> and loss. Oh, see, I still like I still hear words in business, even though I've been in the game a long time. I'm like, yeah, Listen, I should probably go back you're to business. Preaching to the choir, Kate. <laughs> like I just always say, if people say, "What about this or that?" I'm like, uh, I have people for that. Exactly. Just oh, reach out to my people. Let, let me get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So I want to back up a little bit. Where did you grow up? Idaho. Idaho. Oh yeah. What everyone's Idaho, Idaho right? Do. Sadie, me and Sadie. Yeah, we always talk about that, and we really feel like we're a different breed. I don't know what it, it is. Idaho. Yeah, different breed. What part of Idaho? Idaho Falls. Okay. Yeah. Wow. How many kids in your family? I'm the youngest of six. Really? Of six. Not surprising. There it is. I know. What <laughs> this is, is it? a lot it's the about youngest it. Youngest or the oldest? Yeah. You middle kids are losers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got to be scrappy when you're the youngest, especially in a oh, family. Oh, you got to fight for that attention. That's I did. Right. Still am. And you met Jeremy in Idaho, right? He's from Idaho. Yeah, we met we met in college at Idaho State. He was just there for a semester, and I was finishing up dental hygiene school. So, met at Idaho State. I finished up, and then he transferred to BYU. We dated oh. for two and a half years. So, wow. Was your dad an entrepreneur? Or um, like, how did you uh, yeah. like? How did you have that like that hustle inside of you? Yeah, actually, my parents asked me that all the time. That question because they, my dad is actually an entrepreneur. He is a contractor, a okay. general contractor. So. So my he's, dad does. Yeah. He's cool. always just like 
That is a hustle, man. It that's, is a hustle. That's a lot of work. Like it's like feast or famine. Yeah. Like killed his body over it too. Yep. So I definitely, I was raised like not being given everything for sure. So I, like in law school, like I didn't want to just take out student loans. I wanted to make as much as we could to pay for what we could, not just, you know, live off yeah. the government, you know, which we probably should have bit more than. <laughs> How have you been able to transfer that to your kids now? Because um, I'm sure your kids are probably growing up in a different spot than you did. So how, like, how are you, like, like, how are you helping them have that hustle inside of them? Like, do you involve them in the business? Like what oh, types of things do you guys yeah. do? They're your videographers. I know that. Yes, they right? are. They've had to revive me a couple of times. That would be really funny if one of them ended up being like a famous videographer. Like right. I travel the world with National Geographic shooting videos. And it all started with my mom dancing. Oh, I can totally see Ivory doing that. Kitchen. She doesn't want to be part of the video. Like, I, I, there's a she few of my girls. Them. Yeah, That's a few cool. of my girls like to show off, like I do, and then a few of them like to be behind the scenes and just laugh. So that's awesome. I know. Though. Yeah, takes one of everything. Right? I mean, that's the thing. If you can learn to edit, oh, you'll have a job for life. I mean, if you can learn oh. how to put that stuff together Especially and edit now, where everything's oh, going. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, everybody needs one. That would be a pretty cool story down yeah. the road, where it's just like, hey. You're welcome. Totally. You're like, my nursing home better be top notch. <laughs> That's right. Because I gave you this life. Seriously. I started the videos. Absolutely. So very, very cool. Yeah. So I would, I would involve them, especially like in, um, when Jeremy was in law school and I was just starting, we were like, I would wake up at five in the morning to sew before the kids were awake and before Jeremy had to leave, I would get them all sewn. And then my girls would help me fold them and stuff them in the bags. And they were like four. That's so awesome. So, and, and then when I did shoes, that was two years later and they would go and get all the sizes for me and help me put them in the bag. So they loved it. They, it was like their wow. little side That's hustle as awesome. well. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun. It was definitely a little family business. Wow. So when did Instagram transition from kind of business to that, to more personal? So the, the huge transition with my, my first business was called Ivory Kate, which is my second daughter's name. I gave, I named it after her because middle child. <laughs> I wanted to give her some attention. Like, hey, look, middle children don't get forgotten about. You're the name of my business. The so, third was not happy about that. It also helped that. me remember no. her name. Sienna does not need any more attention. She she gets enough of that on her own. So um, my first business was Ivory K. And really the transition, I, three years in, it was doing the best it's ever done. I ordered the biggest order of shoes from Mexico. and Like how many shoes is that? Like, like, what were you doing? Like 3,000. Okay. So not a lot. That's but still a lot. It was That's big for in my garage. Like for I had 3,000 sure. pair of shoes in my garage. Yeah. <laughs> Just lined, walls ton. lined. Yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, And I would have them come in thousands. Does that make sense? So I'd have mm-hmm. a thousand in my garage because that's all I had room for. And then he'd send the next thousand when I was getting low. So um, Jeremy got in a car accident. When was that? In 2015, 16? In 2016, and it shattered his foot. So he was on a knee scooter for six months. And I had just found out I was pregnant with my fourth. Sicker than a freaking dog. So we're both like on opposite ends of the couch facing each other. Like, what are we going to do? We've got three kids, one on the way, and we literally can't even function. So I really, it was really in that moment, laying on the couch. I remember it and just saying, this is not my passion. This is not worth how much time I'm having to put into it. And the, the need wasn't as much there because Jeremy was done with law school. He had a job. And so I just decided I was going to cold turkey it. I sold all of my shoes, didn't reorder, and I didn't post on Instagram for a year and a half. And I had like 50,000 followers. Just cold turkeyed it. Whoa. Nothing at all. I didn't know that. Nothing. Even on your personal? 
on my personal. So that's when Late with Kate was like, all right, game on. <laughs> this is the fun stuff. And I was making zero money with Late with Kate at all. But I, that's where I was finding passion is like making people laugh and feel comfortable and just, yeah, I, I felt like that was way more important to me than even than making money and the side hustle that I was doing with Ivory Kate. So just gave it up right then, knowing that I was going to start something else later. Just didn't know what it was. Isn't that interesting? Because what you mentioned earlier about passion, like I think most people that have a passion, I think we overuse the word, but they don't like barbecue. I was poor as hell for five years and almost lost the wife and kids like because I was so obsessed but I wasn't doing it because I wanted money like I was doing it because I loved cooking and I, I just found something I was passionate about and so it's funny how something you found something that you loved and now look yeah you know what I mean totally like if you oh. find something that you love that much and you stick with it you're going to find a way to monetize it and make a living off of it generally. So, and, and it will be longer lasting for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's it's fascinating because you're, I don't know what your engagement numbers are, but they've got to be high. And I think that that's, I'm learning a lot because I've got to get better at my Instagram as far as like me being on there mm-hmm. and telling that story and you telling your story and just being Kate really is what pulls people into view your ideas and your products and Mm -hmm. everything else. And they know they're going to be good and they know they're going to be authentic, but it's, you know, in a sense, they're buying you. Absolutely. And that's huge. Yeah. I think, I think with, especially with Instagram, you almost have to, you have to sell yourself first before you sell your product. And I didn't know that I was doing that. So I can't take a lot of credit for that, but in retrospect, that's what I can help maybe teach people. Right. Because for a couple of years, I was doing it just for fun. It was, I was like an ask, outlet. Were you me. intentional when you started on the personal side that you were going to grow it? No way. And do all this no stuff way. and have a following and audience. Nope. And, and I've never done. I've never done like giveaways or anything to gain followers. I mean, now and now I do here and there just because it's kind right. of fun. Um, but at the beginning, I, I actually set de- uh, uh, boundaries in my mind. I'm like, I'm not going to turn. <laughs> What? Sorry. Go. I just didn't know where that was going. I'm going to set boundaries. <laughs> Which I never do. <laughs> Ever. Boundaries not really part of my life. But I was going to set boundaries that I wasn't going to cross to make it so I was staying authentic. Which was like what? So just not turn it into just monetizing okay. or, or just about the number of followers that I had. So I was really, really, really slow growing for a long time, relatively speaking. So what does that mean back then? Sorry. Like... How fast were you growing? Because you see some accounts now. Yeah, that's all see, relative. Yeah, you see how they grow. It's like what were like what was your growth back then? I have no. Do you idea. remember it? No, all? I, well, because it really has never been was, something that I that I like. I don't know. I didn't. I really didn't. I didn't focus on it. You were just doing your thing. No, really. And honestly, yeah. like I can. And that's what it feels I can like. sincerely. I hear people like, "Oh, I lost a couple followers because I did this." I'm like, "Good." Like they don't want to be there. Yeah. There's so many other places for them and you don't want them there if they don't want to be there because they're, you know, you want so, engagement. Yes. That's all. That's everything. what Anna taught us, right? I like, would rather have 10 loyal bought in followers than 10,000 of them there from a giveaway yeah. that don't even know what they're there for. Right. You know? So I, I feel like I've just tried to really do it authentically and slow and it's gotten faster over the last, I feel like the more followers you get, the easier it is to grow. It compounds for it sure. It does. It compounds. What? It's kind of like money. So it really is though. Yeah. Everything <laughs> totally. compounds, right? Yep. Yes. 
But at the beginning, wait. I just didn't try to push it. I, <laughs> what'd you say? I said, it's like, wait, you know, the more you gain, the more you gain. <laughs> the, the easier it is to gain? <laughs> yeah. It just comes on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Self-deprecating humor. That's my thing. Oh, I get it. I'm That's there too, my thing. for sure. So how long before, so you said it was a couple of years that you were just doing late with Kate, just the personal mm-hmm. side of Instagram. When did the lates with Kate, like your current business, when did that come to be and how did that come? May, 2018. So it's oh, been you a have a date. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh yeah, I had a huge launch party. It was like, yeah, I was all in because like I said, when I quit my other business and um, in my mind, I'm like, when I start something else, it's gonna be all in and it's gonna be something that I wanna do for a long time that I, lo- that I love. So I took a couple of years to just focus on it. And it was like one day, it sounds so cheesy, but it was literally one day I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been making everybody feel comfortable in their own skin, just who they are and what's happening in their own life for a couple of years without even really trying to. Um, now I can do it in a tangible way with comfortable pajamas and a comfort line. So I can do make people feel comfortable in all aspects of life. And it was like a light went off. Were you a pajama person before? Always. And I had actually posted other people's pajamas, like Gaps. That you liked? Yes. And did the whole swipe up thing. And I saw how many people were loving it. And I'm like, oh, uh, I can do this, actually. I can, I can make them better. You know, what you just said is really cool. I've never, I think that that could almost be your tagline, like making people feel comfortable in their own skin. That's what it is. Every, it says on there. Like on, that, the, on the back of every even pair of pajamas, that. that's what it says is helping you feel comfortable in your own skin. See, and it's such cool. a cool evolution because and that, right is, that is oh, totally what you do on Instagram. Like you, you are just taking a break and just being Kate with no ulterior motives. Yeah. But little did you know that you were actually building up to this yeah i didn't even know that and it's so true how if you just do what you want to do and do what you're passionate about this is the type of opportunity that will it just shows up yeah you know the pajama idea is just it's brilliant well thank you but i have to ask again when and how did you know to make the first step because i think there's a lot of people who will say, oh, that would be super cool to have pajamas. Or I really like that stuff. Like when and how did you know this is how to do it? This is what I'm going to oh, do. Oh my gosh, everything. This, like, you, like we talked about, it's so an evolution. Like from the second that I cut up that skirt in my house, that was the, that was the beginning. And that was five years before. So a lot of people see this and they're like, oh my gosh, this was a year and a Stop looking at those. I, I'm trying to get past them. <laughs> I see them gosh, from the corner of my it. eye. That stupid, that the <laughs> The machine was still up <laughs> from the gym. Sorry. Um, can't even remember what I was talking about. The evolution yeah. of your oh, business. Oh, yeah. Like the moment that I started cutting up that skirt, that was like the beginning of even lates. You know what I mean? Because it, it was teaching me. So I, I cut up the skirt by myself and sewed it. And I and then so many people wanted the shoes that I was having to hire local people. And by meeting those local people, I met people that had connections in Mexico. And that's how I found out about manufacturing, which gave me the confidence that oh, I can find other manufacturers in different ways. And so starting that small business that I didn't even have a ton of passion for was all leading up to what I was going to be doing several years later and I didn't even know. So it's all tiny, tiny stepping stones. It wasn't like I decided I want to do pajamas and I had them there six months later. Yeah, which is awesome because you just every day or every year you worked a little bit towards something, Totally, right? It was always working. Did you have any type of like mentor or someone who maybe helped you along the way? Or do you feel like you just kind of figured stuff out? 
Like, um, like, do you have someone you turn to for advice outside of like Jeremy? I mean, I feel, I feel like this Instagram community is really, it feels really small. Like the people who run businesses on Instagram, it's, it's bigger than it's ever been, but especially when I first started, it felt really small and it felt like kind of a, I felt like camaraderie with people that were doing it. So I think they were my mentors without even knowing it, just seeing what they were doing and seeing their confidence were, is where I got my confidence to do it. So, um, I didn't really necessarily turn to them. That's not true. I actually have a group of girls that we, we went on a trip with, um, five girls that all had businesses on Instagram to LA to go buy fabric for all of our businesses. We had like 50 rolls of fabric that we had to wow. go on the plane. So we spent the weekend, we didn't even know each other, just went, bought fabric. And um, that was five years ago. And we go every single year, once or twice a year, just on different trips, not business anymore. But those for sure were some of my mentors too. Just feeding off of each other, giving each other confidence. Like if you're down, teaching oh. each other that, you know, it'll it'll come back up. So I think just the Instagram community has been my, my mentor and Jeremy's not so much a mentor he's like <laughs> he's the he's worst no he's the worst I, in the best way possible he's got his own stuff i get, have my own stuff and it just works for us if we don't cross over so. right so does he not have any involvement in what you do at all no he's terrible with it <laughs> see this makes me feel better yeah i know because i feel like i get a lot of crap for admitting that i could never work with my wife yeah, no, and we always say that. There's several Instagrammers that have done so well that their husbands stay home. Yeah. And me and Jeremy yeah. are like, okay, that would last four minutes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it would never, ever work. No. I'm all about the target money, okay? I'm yeah. all about like, you can make more money than me, but I don't care. Just totally. don't work with me. Yeah. No, it works too. I feel like we fuel each other's fire by doing our own thing. Right. Like, oh, you're killing it. I'll try to kill it even more <laughs> in in a not competitive way. It's just like, yeah, it we, doesn't sound you competitive know. at all. No, none <laughs> at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, we do. We do. We just like push each other in, in our own ways, even though what we do is so incredibly different. Well, and I like that because you guys are really fun to watch. I mean, I'm, you're just like every couple, every couple has their, their, their stuff. I'm oh, sure. Sure. But you know, you guys have a lot of fun. Sometimes when you work together, it, takes fun out of it. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it, it We'll ruin that stuff. If if your yoga videos ever stopped, I'd be really sad. <laughs> they would I, stop if we worked together. Uh, exactly. No, like, they Get would the hell for away sure. from me right now. Yeah. I will not stand on your legs. So like huge props to people who can who can do that because there are several that yeah, make it no, work. There but are. We've had quite a few come through here. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I know several that make it work, but there's a lot of husbands that you know are holding it in. Yeah. That are holding it in. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here with No that. pun intended. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> no there are some it's funny like the example i always use for like a great success story for that is todd and Susie bullock hey grill hey do you know her no so she is she's a she's a good friend of mine she's in the barbecue world she creates videos and recipes like daily and huge following has her own show coming out on food network she's from lehigh Wow. And her husband, Todd, who is just a stud. He's a sweetheart. He's an accountant, like a music and video producer, and quit his job. And he does all the background stuff for her wow. Her stuff. And so, and man, he is like her biggest fan. And it's it's really cool. That's awesome. Some so, but he's totally needed too. Like, you know, he's a huge part of it. Yeah. And so I think that that works really well because he's, he, I mean, 
He's how great is it to have an accountant, right? Oh my gosh. I'm like, cause she's blowing up and now I have an accountant and somebody with a studio that Huge. can produce, you know, do all the sound and the video. And so, yeah, it's a great kind of one, two punch, but it does work. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Yeah, for sure. So with your line now, what did it start? Did it start just with pajamas? Cause you kind of keep evolving even what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have, we have so much in the works for 2020, but it did just start with pajamas. So I had a launch party, um, in May, 2018, where I opened it up to my followers. They didn't know what I was launching. I kept it a secret. I had, it was like the secret project that I worked on for three months that I was kind of like teasing them with. And so this launch party, I put out 250 tickets to come and see what the hype was all about. And then we did it live for the rest of my following. Um, and that's when I announced that I was doing pajamas and we just had four prints at the time. It was like the most basic, it was like kind of like an in and out burger business. You know what I mean? Right. You've got four options. That's all there is. And that's how I've actually tried to keep my business is really, really basic and simple. So when you go on, you see everything and it's just, um, do a few things really well instead of a lot of things mediocre. Yeah. So what, like when you're thinking about pajamas, what, what are some things that stood out to you that you wanted um, as oh, far I as like that were specific. important to you. Well, my whole, my whole, um, tagline is, um, feel naked. Yes. Feel naked when you can't is, be naked. Yeah. So that's, that was my whole goal. Just really soft. Yeah. Light. Like when you, I wanted my whole line. I knew I wasn't just going to do pajamas when I started it. I just didn't know what it was going to evolve into. I just knew I wanted to do comfortable clothes. I just wanted to be the type of clothes that when you walk in, to your house after work or a long day, those are the ones that you want to get into. You want to like throw off your bra and just be like, all oh, right, girl, t- here we are. Yep. Here I we- know the feeling. <laughs> I throw my bra off and... I'm going to make you wear one all day one day just so you know <laughs> no, how good it is. Listen, don't you remember that Seinfeld episode, the bro? Yeah. The man bra? Oh, no, my. I don't remember that. You yes. don't? No. Yeah, there's so a whole funny. episode about oh, the bro. Funny. It's called the bro. <laughs> 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 you guys should wear one for a day. No, Just so you, you can feel how good Pass, it feels to throw off. Uh, I mean, I like... Never mind. Well, I mean, even that, I think that's so cool that knowing you had all these other ideas, but you were okay just launching with four, right? Like to your point, you have all these ideas on what you want to do and how you want to create it, but you didn't overcomplicate it to get going. You know, you wanted to start with something just so you could get going with it. I think that, I think that is, um, and I actually got a little bit caught up in that at the very beginning of my other business, like the more is better. Everyone always thinks the more SKUs or styles or all this kind of more stuff. More restaurants? No. It just adds yes, so much exactly com- it right? adds so much yep. complexity. No, it really same. it really does. And to your and to your customers. Like it confuses them. Yep. That's why I like in and out. I really do. Like I go yep. and it's like you don't even have to think about it. I know what nope. I want. Yep. And so we'll change patterns and stuff, but really like the base of what we do kind of it won't ever change. Well, yeah. you don't get us stuck with a ton of like inventory. Right. But people don't you know, they're you may have two or three styles that nobody wants, and then you end up just, you know. Yeah. Going back to the basics anyway. Yeah. And so you might as well just have a few really popular things, and yeah. then you're never out. Because, I mean, I've noticed some things are sold out, which I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you'd rather sell through everything. It's like this. Uh, barbecue is the same way. There's some days people come, and it takes 15 hours to cook a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I can't just whip up some more. Like, if it's out, it's out. Right. But. Yeah, I've of course been here. You get Before I even knew you, I would come here and they're like, we're out. I'm like, what do you mean we're out? What do you mean you're There's out? so many cows. <laughs> you don't have get a one. microwave back there? <laughs> Seriously. Like run to Smith's. I'm here for some meat. <laughs> I drove six and a half minutes. 
<laughs> it's tr- it's true though. When you come in here and smell that, you're like, don't tell me you're sold out. Yeah, I know it's hard. We've done our best, but no, no, no. It makes it it makes it yeah. it makes you want it more though. It it's, really does. It's like, oh, everybody loves it's it. That I actually want exclusivity thing. Yes. You don't think Apple can make enough iPhones? You know, when they, oh, they can. Oh, it's so but planned. They know what they're doing. Totally. And honestly, my business has become so much that on accident as well. Like we've created this demand, and then it sells out, and then it takes a while to get everything back in. Right. Well, and I. So think, then it's a. I think you know you're you're a humble person, and I don't think sometimes you can kind of see it in your stories. I remember when you helped when raise money for Kim white for the let's not go there i told you not to make me cry oh well i'm going there there. i think it's a really sweet thing that you did and and i it was cool to see even how surprised you were at how many people jumped on board with that and that's what that's why i mentioned your engagement like people are bought into you and you know that's i think that that is a huge huge thing and so it says a lot about you. I'm not trying to make you cry. Well, no, no, that's so nice. That's so, but, it really is. It means the world to me because that's really what I've tried right. really hard to do for the last five years. Well, and I, and it's cool to see that even somebody that has, I mean, you're, you've got like 110,000 followers and. I hate um, to correct you, but it's 111. Oh, my bad. I'm my bad. so kidding. That's right. I, I, so I forgot you don't, I forgot you don't count. I am those so people that, uh, kidding. No, but, um, 111,942. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He did his research. It went up 74 <laughs> yesterday. Fat lard. So. on that dang video I posted. Uh, I lost a bunch of followers. <laughs> but it was cool. Like when you got on and kind of saw the emotion, it, it, it is cool to see that even somebody with such a big following, it hasn't gone to your head and you really are grateful for it and you appreciate it and you're surprised by, you know, how many people are connecting and engaging with it. And it's, it, frankly, it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just nice to see. Uh, It just feels very different. And I think that's what makes your account so much fun is it has never, ever felt manufactured. Like it is really you. So, You're so nice. I'm going to cool. come here more often when I'm <laughs> feeling low. You're so nice. No, really. It really means the world for sure. Well, I'm not blowing smoke up your butt either. No, so it's, I know you're not. Yeah. Okay, what have you been most surprised about? As you asked that, like, what have you been most surprised? How do I ask the question? Like from your audience, like what is either something they've done or the fact that they're there or like, are there moments where you're just kind of like, like this Kim thing, like she's like, wow, like I really can't believe that oh, so Instagram can do this. Yeah, there's not one, there's not one specific time. It's so often that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get emotional. I'm not though, because I'm gonna pull it in. Um, it, it because it really is. It's so overwhelming to, um, even when I launch something and it sells out, I'm like, what the? Who are all these people? Like it's like there's. I really do internalize that there are s- the individuals that are buying my. Th- product that it's not just they're not just a members. group of people yeah you know what i mean so no the whole thing is just overwhelming honestly do you do you still try to separate the personal with the business absolutely or, like or, or do you are you going to try to bring them together or do you like having them separate uh no they'll still they'll stay separate for sure i try to i try to no I really don't. I don't cross them over too much. I do when I launch something because I would do that anyway. I do some product on my personal account, stuff that I love, my favorite things. And obviously my product is some of my favorite things. So I'll cross it over a little bit, but no, I like to keep it separate. It's what keeps me sane. I always, I always tell people that I'm like, 
kind of bipolar. I have to be <laughs> like, this is late with Kate and this is late by Kate because I have to be a businesswoman. I can't just be like a freaking moron, you know, yep. running a business. <laughs> so behind the scenes, I, I have swear. to, I have I love to be. That she still thinks she's a moron. Oh, like, will you stop it? No, I, you're brilliant. Legit. You really are. Emma you're moron. a very, very smart Where's Jeremy person. when I need him? <laughs> this is, can you record this? And send this, this is, to Jeremy this is, no, my cousin Trey calls me the smartest dumb person he knows. Yes. Like, it, I like it. It always I like cracks that. me up because it's just like, you've just always seemed dumb to me, but you're actually really smart. It's the best kind. And I'm like, well, you're the dumbest smart person I know. <laughs> so, but I mean, it, it is the whole like imposter syndrome thing that we've talked about a million times. Like you're still defining yourself by the equity conversation. Yeah. When really you're just this, I got to stop, you know, making you feel so good. Sorry. Yeah, it's going to sound Come like on. I'm, but no, I think it's such a cool story and it's so important for people to realize like I can cut up one of my skanky mini skirts and make some baby shoes and start from there. I, I love that. That's I don't know if it was short. It. That's my favorite part of it. It's funny. <laughs> You're like, I made four pairs of baby shoes. It's like, well, that skirt was small. Like that fabric was this. It was two, three, on three, the other four. <laughs> but I, I think it's just important for people to realize, like, I still do the same thing. I'm like, what the crap? Like, I walk into the restaurant and I'm just like, I graduated... I had a 1.9 GPA the last day of high school and an algebra teacher that loved me gave me a D and I got to graduate. And that's the last day I went uh-huh. to school. But I wasn't an idiot. I just hated school. Totally. You know, ADHD kid, just, I had A's in the classes I liked and F's and everything else. And so it's just, anybody can do it if they just have the balls to dive in. You're that, you're 100% right. Right. Absolutely. Well, even like coming onto this, like before we were going to record, my wife called me and she's like, I love Kate. I follow her, but I really want to know about her business. Like she wants to know like how you did it and how you started it. Because I think it's inside of a lot of people that they want to do something. And I think a lot of people get scared to take those first steps because they don't know what to do. They're scared of messing up or screwing up or, and it's a vulnerable place to be. It's totally like I created this. Now I'm going to put it out there for everybody to see and to judge. Yeah. It's a scary thing. So I'm sure you have people talk to you about that. How do you like, what type of advice would you give to someone like going through what you've gone through and where you're at now? Like, how can you help someone have the confidence to do something like that? To be oh, reckless. Yeah. Ooh. I like it. <laughs> I'm in full circle. There's an inside story to that. <laughs> full circle. About soap. Seriously. So um, I think the first thing that came to mind when you were talking about that is just start small. Like I feel like you look around and it's so easy, especially on Instagram and how businesses are growing to look around and be like, oh my gosh, they are freaking killing it. They're Could huge like, Compare overnight. yourself. Like I have five followers. They huge have overnight. 100,000. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen overnight. Like even I have, people, I have people all the time ask me like, oh my gosh, how did you turn this? how did there's so many pair of pajamas like go to target and buy them for 20 or 30 dollars like how did you how did you build this business and it really was like back to what we were talking about from the very beginning scrappy gaining you know gaining trust in an audience and being your that's really what it is it's just starting small and not thinking too big too fast because you'll get burnout and you'll spend so much money on things that you don't even know if they're going to succeed yet so if you just test them out and see what works and stay patient with yourself, I feel like that's been probably the biggest help for my business. And don't be afraid of not knowing what you don't know, right? Well, yeah. That's every, every, like I had no idea I was going to do. Everyone's faking it. Every wife, I, I mean, uh, everyone is faking it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. 
Everyone's faking it if they know what equity means. Okay, back off. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to do it on the streets of equity like, is what not horseback riding. Go ask them. Go ask people around the mall if they. You know would what be shocked. Means. Listen, you'll feel so much better about yourself. I should do that. No, do you know how many no, people go to don't college. know what no, that go is? Go to like BYU. Yeah. and go ask all these people. Well, it's like that show. Are you smarter than a sixth grader? Probably. Remember that? Yes. Like we would all get work. Who signs up for that? idiots totally you are it, it, not smarter it, than a sixth grader by even going on that show yeah. <laughs> period you're pr- you you're just prove that your you're dumber totally. than a sixth grader for signing up totally no it's very true i i love those like i love anytime they go to colleges or to malls and ask i know basic questions and you just it's crazy how many people and that's what we've always said like in school we need to learn about money and credit and yeah. and you know the business how the side world works yeah. Not they all these old, stale stories. Right. So that are, most of them are total lies. Totally. Yeah, you know. for sure. Back to your question, though. I feel like um, something that's super important is you cannot go into a business with numbers as your main focus, right. whether it's money or whether it's followers or monetary gain. You really can't do that because it won't be lasting. You'll get swept up by the next person who's doing a similar thing with more passion. What is that, Cam? What's that law? Where's the book coming in? The Go-Giver? There you go. Love The Go-Giver. Have you so, ever read no, The Go-Giver? No, I should. I have Jeremy's a copy like for you. Okay. It's incredible. And the author was actually on the podcast. Really? I was yeah. out of town. So I got to interview him. So it's my it. favorite book of all time when I got to interview him. It was so cool. That's awesome. But the Bob law Bob. is you provide value first. So how can I make money is the wrong first question. Just not, it's not a bad question. The wrong right. first question. Right. The first question is how do I provide value and how do I do it consistently? Because then the va- the money will always follow. It always will. It's a true principle. Totally, That's exactly what happened with Late With Kate. I started it with no intentions of anything. Built trust because of just being, you know, who I was sharing my life and sharing my faults and not trying to be like, and I'm not saying pretty pictures are bad. I'm just saying I was just trying to show behind the scenes of my Everyone's life. Everyone's sick of them. Let's call it. Let's yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, seriously, let's, let's though, come on, guys. So... So I was like almost um, gaining trust for a business I didn't even know I was going to create later on. So I think just patience and... Well, you weren't even thinking about not, it. Not like even that, thinking about and it. And that, that's the trick, right? It's kind of like it's kind of like Abby Ayers. Oh, you know? yeah. Like yeah. she had 1,500 followers and it was just kind of her way to vent and outlet, you know, every day. Totally. And then she did the hair video, which... Game over. And that was it. She just, you know, that's why it looked overnight, but really it wasn't anything close to overnight. No. It took a long time. And right. so she was just doing her thing just like you were. Yeah. And it just, it just kind of evolved into what it evolved to. And I think that that's the most important thing to remember is if you try to press down the gas because you want to get somewhere faster, it's not going to happen. No, you're going to burn just out. Gotta stay, you've just got to be yourself and do your thing. And, yeah. And it will evolve what it evolves into. And you really can't look around. Because somebody will always be doing something more and better. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's I like heard. Susan with the, it's never too late. Like, it's never too late. It's never too late to start. Even though if you want to make pajamas or if you want to make barbecue or whatever, like totally. there's room for it. Absolutely. And if you want to do it, do it. Don't yep. don't worry about what other people are doing. Like do do it the way you want to do it and there'll be an audience for totally. it. Totally. What's the quote? It's like, if you're on the road, there's always someone ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. But don't it, just do it, it because someone matter. else is doing yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Like in that same breath, don't just do it because you see yes, somebody else doing it. That too. Because, but because again, like you you'll get burned it. out. It's no. not real. Mm-mm. So on that note, how much time do you spend like on your personal account? 
like thinking of content? Like, do you like strategically plan stuff out? No, that's a hard no. (laughs) I, that's probably one of my biggest faults, honestly, even in business is I really like to do, uh, um, it's not sporadic. What's the word? Like uh, last minute. What's the word for? Spontaneous. Yes, spontaneous. I really like to work spontaneously, and I think people relate to that. Right. You can't always do that with business. Right. Like I need to have a schedule, which is why I have an assistant sometimes, right. which has changed my life. And that's only been in the last three or four months that I hired somebody because it was because I'm so unorganized. Yeah. But not unorganized as in I can't be organized. I just like to function unorganized. Yeah. Hey, I can relate. Really, though. Thank you very much. Yes. You either have time or money. You can do and it no, yourself. I'm not saying my house is in Yes, exactly. No, your house is in great it's shape. Yeah, no. It's Jeremy, 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 they are. I don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, in a good way. Lawyers. He, he, is like, he is like clean freak fanatic, which is a good thing. That's, yeah, it's not a bad thing. No, I didn't even is. know he was a lawyer. Did you know that? Uh, well, he doesn't talk about it much. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it is. And he never talks about it. He right. is actually one so of the So is that his job with... No. That company? He'll never practice law. Really? Yeah, he, he took and passed the bar in Utah. So he could, but um, he, yeah, he, he never wow. has wanted to. Pretty cool. Yeah, he'll never, he'll never really. I mean, it's never a bad thing to have though, right? Oh, he wouldn't have the job that he has now without it though. Wow. That's how he got it, so. He should be a sports agent. Jeremy? Yeah. He would love it more than anything. Oh, he would love it. He would. And he's got a law degree. That's what you need. He keeps saying, do you think it's too late for me to like Heck, walk on to be It's never too late. To walk Is he listening to, to the podcast? It's never too late. It's never to too late. To walk on to what? BYU. Oh my gosh. No. So funny. <laughs> so funny thing. A guy I used to work with, his mother-in-law, I don't know, was when she was done having kids. I mean, so her kids were eight, I mean, late teens and early twenties. She walked on to the local community college basketball team. And made Holy it. Crap. Come on. And she and she played collegiate basketball That's after having, I think she had four kids. Tell him to go walk There's on. been a lot of stories about it. There was That's that old man, cool. old that goal awesome. kicker in junior college. Yeah. He was like 55. It's pretty awesome. And That's so cool. Yeah. What? Could boot like 50-yard field goals. Oh, my. And went and finished his degree playing ball. Yes. So, like, how do you, how do you then think of stuff? I mean, like, I'm thinking of the video when you got your panic attack when you shoved your hands oh. and your legs into a sweater and covered your face in the mask. <laughs> and I don't know what you were doing, hopping or crawling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> trying to survive, trying to breathe and not pass out. Can you imagine if the paramedics would have come? <laughs> like, just imagine. I'm in this, I have got my legs and arms in a sweater hole and my seven-year-old is videoing me. They, I would have lost my kids that night. <laughs> not even, not even I mean, how do you even think question. of that? Are you just like, what should we do tonight, girls? And they're like, Stick it's, your stuff in a sweater. <laughs> See, that's what I want to. I want to be there when you're trying out four or five different things. Oh, I have uh-huh. my really close friends will call me right after. Like, I'll usually send them those videos first to proof. Can we get on? The, I need. Can proof. I get on the, be- yes. the yeah, beta, li- be the beta no. list, please? My my um um OBGYN story. I sent to like six people before I posted it because it was like super borderline. It was really borderline, and I sent it to my mom. And she's like, <clears throat> no way. And that's when you knew it was perfect. Yes, I did. I in that moment, I'm like, I've got a golden nugget right here. <laughs> and it was, it was my most viewed video by like three times. Wow. So no, yeah. So I send them out to my friends, and my friends will be like, Jeremy's out of town. I can tell. Do you need supervision? <laughs> I'm like, no. This is when my best material comes out. It's probably good that your kids are like. So Sean and uh, Nicole shot a video here, like oh yeah, it was, it's three hilarious. or four weeks ago, and I'm like, 
you know, now I know them well enough because they did one at my house too, and I didn't oh. know them quite well enough to the one that they did with Abby cutting his hair. Oh yeah, that was yeah, at yeah. my house. I didn't quite know him well enough to watch it, like be in there or to feel like I could just be in there. This time I was like, you're at my restaurant. I know you guys well. Like, I'm going to come watch. So I'm watching him do it. And I'm just like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't even know how he comes up with this stuff. Yeah. And Sean kind of looks at me like, oh, I didn't know I had an audience. I'm like, okay, I'll leave. (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) So that's why I'm saying with your kid, it's. It's probably really good that your kids video it because they're just like, oh, my mom is not. They literally don't even laugh. They don't laugh like, at all. Like Ivory right? was over there like, oh, she did laugh on that one. We would die She did laugh laughing. on the sweatshirt one. Like <laughs> your phone would just be shaking if anybody else. I know I've got a good that. one though if I can make Jeremy laugh. Like yeah. that just literally it's all I want for Christmas it's is really to make funny. Jeremy is to make Jeremy laugh and it only happens every now and it then. It is so. true. Like, you know, I would. What does he think about it? Like, what does he think about your videos? Is he just like. What the crap are you doing? Yeah, I, he never even comment. He never really even says anything. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's funny." <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, dude, just, he's a he's a witty dude. The, the other day when like you guys did, witty. he is like when you guys did your Q and A on the way to Idaho. Oh yeah, and you're just like, "What's our song, babe?" He didn't even blink. He goes, "Oh, I'll make love to you by Boys to Men." In high school, in college, <laughs> like before we were married, he said that was what our song was. That I'm was like, so. Funny. That was a really funny thing. Gosh, that was because so we funny. also I'm not going to bring it up again. The what? That was the funny part too. What? When you're like, we can't talk about this with the kids behind us. And he was like, oh, yes, we can. Oh, yeah, the gap, <laughs> goes all in. The Gap dressing room. Oh, you're like, it was old room. Navy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Gap too. I think he was right. The more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, we're way more classy than old Navy. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. They're it's owned the by the same company. company. The same size dressing no. rooms. I, 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 no, old I navies know. are bigger. I've never been That's in why there. I thought that, but we didn't make much room. <laughs> as long as it doesn't have a curtain, right? Oh, can you imagine? Oh, man. No, I can't. So what kind of things are kind of exciting? What's coming up for you that you're excited about? Late nights by Kate. <laughs> like can't, with business when are you gonna tell or people? with... <laughs> when are you going to tell people? <laughs> Jeremy, like which stores are we wanting to hit? Jeremy's getting home off a trip tonight. <laughs> Now with business. Um, Saturday. Yeah, we have we, by next Christmas. Our goal is to have pajamas for the whole family. Okay. So that's kind of what we're gearing up now, for. When you say the whole family. Yeah, there's some families that are bigger than other families, <laughs> Kate. I I, sell I just up want to, one I company sell up to, to a make three one thi- three. At, I'm not in eighth grade, Kate. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> they run big. I just want one company to say, big. you know what? We're going to make one for you. That happened once. Best that, comment of <laughs> Headley and Bennett, they're, they're a fancy apron company in LA. They made me a few aprons. Changed my nice, life forever. Nice. They are huge. There's a funny picture on my Instagram standing next to the girl that designs them. She's like this tall. And she's got like a measuring tape like up against my chest or shoulders. And she's like fully extended like this. <laughs> So just once, I just want one pair of jammies. Maybe you'll be the first. You might be the first. Next <sighs> Christmas, 2020 awesome. might be your Christmas. Oh, that would Lakes be. Like Kate. I get my own jam set. Yes. You'll make the website. Oh, I will totally make the website with the link to DXL, <laughs> the big and tall store. What's DXL? Destination XL, the no. largest big and tall store in America. Jeremy's 5'9". I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm just opening it up to a whole new category totally, of customers. For sure. And we spend big money. 
We're the guys that spend extra to sit in first class. You know, like, I'm in the wrong business. I'm in the wrong business. T-shirts are like $55, but hey, it's worth the extra material. I'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, no, not, so what, is, so what is coming up? Any any other thing? I mean, we, we got a little hint earlier about something that's about to happen, which is really exciting. Yeah, that's, that's what we are gearing up for is some, yeah. Life to get the, really un- crazy. the unknown that's really what it is we're just kind of right. preparing for the un- unknown which is really scary and i can only really think fun. of into the unknown right now because yeah. frozen too oh gosh <laughs> the propaganda movie it's try it's about so hard Earth. for me not to belt it out right now but <clears throat> especially this microphone right here that would be so late for a minute that would be awesome where's ivory when i need her yeah <laughs> i'll leave the phone set up right here <laughs> totally very um, cool. So any any new things or any things that you're I mean you're the ones that that is coming up with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, we have we kind of have categories that we want to we want to branch into and we have lots of samples that we've tested and um we're going to do just everything to do with nighttime routine is kind of what we're thinking. So night creams for your lips and Oh, bath, really bath cool. stuff and you got slippers and towels and all that kind of stuff already so yeah yeah sheets robes we're gonna have, we have so many products we're just trying to keep it really organized <laughs> which is not, you have people for not that. my idea yeah exactly i've that. got people telling me i need to keep it organized so just trying to grow it really slow and and um not overwhelm customers i like your too deals much. too we haven't talked about that deals you post deals all the time oh that is that is actually one of my you favorite things. You helped me with Christmas so much already. I've bought like Good. three things. Oh, I got something of from your one of your stuff too. Good. That's actually probably one of my favorite things about my personal account is I don't do spo- I don't do sponsored posts. I well, I shouldn't say don't, but like I once a year. I wonder if those were sponsored or not, and I don't care no. if they are because they're good deals. Oh yeah, no, and I and I have nothing uh, bad to say about sponsored posts. It's just kind of one of the boundaries, if you will, right, yeah. that I've put on myself. That's just the way because you keep it organic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'll do affiliate programs, which is kind of similar because I'll make a cut. Right. Yeah. But I just feel I just feel personally better about it for me. Well, I um, think people know you well enough to know that even if you do. I want people to make money off of what they do yes. as long as it's something you, that you believe in, totally. right? Yes. And I only, I only make money from those affiliate programs if the company makes money yep. rather than just a sponsored post and I get right. a flat and rate. It's stuff you like. And I, I usually am the one that reaches out to them. Right. Okay. Like I'll see something and I'll try it and be like, okay, I can help you. You can help me. And it, I love it. That reminds me of something. I talked to somebody that you reached out to the other day and they have kind of the same philosophy. Like, they're trying not to like pay people or do things yeah, yeah. to get their product out. But I was talking about you to them and they're like, see, I've got to change my approach with that because she kind of has the same issue with Instagram accounts that I do, like where we kind of, it's like guilty until proven innocent. Like, right. Oh, no, they're yeah, so full yeah. of themselves and whatever. <laughs> and so she, she was just kind of looking at things in a cynical view. Yeah. And I brought up that you were coming on the podcast and she, it was just kind of like, Oh, is she pretty cool? I'm like, Oh, you have no oh, idea. You're she nice. is the coolest. <laughs> you're the best. And she goes, you know, she reached out about the product and I need to call her. Cause yeah, th- she would be awesome. What product was it? You're keeping it a secret. I know what you're talking about. Is this a secret? I don't know if I should say yeah, it. Yeah, say it. What is it? Should I say it on the podcast? No. And I no, told her, I was like, listen, influencers yeah. are huge, but you just also, need to find the one. Too. Yeah, you just need to find the ones that match. And what's funny is what she was talking about is exactly how you are. Like you guys are just authentic, organic. You don't want anything to be 
manufacturers or, fa- or fabricate. It's like, you yeah. want to try it. If you like it, you're going to talk about it. Totally. And that's, that's totally different. And so, yeah. so yeah, okay. it's, yeah. It, it's a good thing. And so, yeah, cause you would be amazing. Well, thanks for coming. This has oh, been so much so fun. Much, you guys. We, it was so I'm going to try to, we really do need to try to get you and Jeremy. On yeah, no, cover. he'd take it next level that for sure. That would be so much fun. When Maybe when you launch the Late Nights by Kate. Oh, yeah. We'll do a late night version yes. of the nitty gritty. I like it. The later it gets, the I'll more lower my voice get, for the so. whole entire interview. You should really be like, like we have Kate numbers. and Jeremy here. It's 11.45 p.m. Sorry, I won't I'll be stop. there. I'll, I'll be yeah, asleep. he'll be yeah, asleep for sure. Grandpa Andrew will be asleep at nine thirty unless there's a jazz game on. But no, back nine hundred numbers <laughs> with that voice of yours. Are you lonely? <laughs> Are you watching USA Network at one forty-five in the morning? I mean, I'm here for you. See? Yeah, see, totally. I get tons of calls. Yes. Drink some perk and give me a call. Drink some perk and give me a call. Okay, you're the best. You're the best. Thanks for coming on. So much fun with you. You're amazing. Everybody follow Late with Kate. You're the best. Everyone follow us. Go buy a bunch of pajamas. Buy some jammies as soon as they come out in your size. (laughs) And uh, sleep sleep naked. All right. right? Thanks, you guys. Awesome. See you. You're the best.